Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast, episode 61. This week, we're going to talk about something a little bit different, switching it up like I like to do on this podcast. And I'm going to talk strategy. So instead of talking feelings like we do often, I'm going to do something a little bit different and share with you how I plan and execute a successful week. I know that one of my strengths is being very highly organized and and also at the same time intentional with my time. And so I think it's very important to share with you how I do that in case you're interested in also organizing your time better and organizing it with intention and boundaries and knowing kind of what your vision is for the week, which is why it's great for us to start this out on a Monday if you're listening to this on a Monday. That way you can start creating your own vision of what you want this week to look like for you. And I love hearing how people organize their lives or their days or how they go about this whole planning thing, because I love to just pick and choose what works for me based on what they're saying and, and then tweak it to make it my own. So whatever I do is kind of a compilation of things that I've learned throughout the years and, and me practicing what works best for me and really finding what does work. So I am juggling a lot of hats. And so I have to have a very tight schedule right now. And there's times where my schedule is a little bit more fluid and I have more space. Honestly, I do way better with organization and being productive when my schedule is really tight like this. So for me in my weeks right now, my top priorities are, um, actually, let me not get into that yet. (laughs) Let's actually get into the episode and I'll start describing to you exactly the steps that I go through to plan every single week. Um, And yeah, so let's get into it. So first of all, kind of what I already alluded to is the idea that I have an intention or a vision for my week. So I think to myself, what do I want my week to look like? Like not just schedule wise, but Also incorporating like, who do I want to be this week? How do I want to feel this week? And I think that's really important because it's really easy to feel overwhelmed, especially when you have a lot of things going on. So for me, I really focus on like hand selecting everything that I do. Obviously we can't choose every single moment of our week. And if we could, that would be really awesome. But for the most part, when it comes to the activities that I do, what I do for work, all those things um, are things that I've accumulated over the last few years once I decided that I really wanted to create my ideal life. And so it's been a slow transition. So I say that to say that if right now you can't execute your perfect vision or what your exactly exact dream week would look like, that I would start to think about how you can begin to start shifting into the kind of life that you want to build and start taking steps toward that. Because 
I don't know if you know this, but you do have the ability to choose what you do in life and to create a life that you really love and desire. And a lot of times we're told that we can't and we shouldn't do this and we shouldn't feel this way because it's selfish or um, circumstances are out of control are, are out of our control. And some of them are and some of them aren't. So whatever is within your control, I highly recommend taking charge of that area of your life. And and if like for for example, so uh, just, I quit my job. I quit a job that I was working full-time at for, um, like five years. I was a supervisor there and I was really miserable probably toward the last half of last year. And so I decided, well, I really want to get out of this job. And a lot of people that worked there felt the same way, but a lot of people felt stuck in that job because they were like, well, um, this is, like the best option that I have available to me. Like, you know, we tell ourselves excuses like, um, there are no better paying jobs in Las Vegas, or we find reasons why we are stuck in the position that we are. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Marie Forleo, but she put out a really great book this year and it's called everything is figure outable. So I highly recommend that book as well. But basically what the gist of everything is figure outable if you can't figure out from the title is that if you're in a position that you don't want to be in you can figure out a way to get out of it you're not stuck there even if it may seem like that at first and it did for a while that's why I stuck in that job for as long as I did because I did feel like I had no choice but to stay because of financial reasons because it was not well-paying in my opinion, but better paying than any other entry-level job that I would have hopped to. So I started to really think, what were my options? What can I do to transition out of this? So if you're in a place right now, maybe in a job that you don't like or in a relationship that you don't like, either what can you do to improve your situation or how can you slowly make the transition out? And I quit my job this January and I've been able to go to school ever since and honestly my weeks are set up in a way that I really love. I don't always love the studying and and sometimes it gets really stressful, I'm not going to lie. Just because you're living your dream life doesn't mean that you don't get stressed out or overwhelmed. It just means that it makes it a little bit easier when you wake up every morning knowing that you chose these things and you're doing it all because you want to. And that you can always choose again if you decide that you're miserable. So that's what I do first. Uh, Again, I talk about, I think about what I want my week to look like and who do I want to be this week? How do I need to show up this week? What kind of energy do I need to bring into this week? Do I need to be a boss bitch? Do I need to be um, really focused on family this week? Do I really need to focus? And, And every week can vary just depending on what I like if I have something like a heavy project that I'm working on like if I have so for example I have two exams this week right so my intention last week was for me to just be really focused and so who I wanted to be last week was somebody who was very open to learning and willing to absorb information and so I kind of took on a more calm demeanor last week less kind of actionable um and then this week, my vision for this week, because this weekend I'm running my first half marathon. And so this week I wanted to be somebody who is very calm and taking really good care of myself, um, a lot of extra sleep, things like that. So those are the, that's what I think about in terms of vision. 
And then I move into the actual like to do thing um, or the more, I guess, masculine parts. So thinking about how you want to feel is very a very feminine trait. And then executing, planning and executing is the more masculine side of things. And I like to have a balance of both the yin and yang. So, so for organization and scheduling, first of all, I write out what my priorities are. Like, what are my big, big priorities this week? Usually for me right now, it tends to be my biggest priorities are, um, school, my business and training for the half marathon. Those are like the three big tickets. And if you can, I highly recommend keeping yours between like one and three. So while there may be other really important things in your life or other things going on this week, these are the big tickets. These are the non-negotiables that you plan your week around. And then the other priorities that I think about are scheduling in my workouts, my meal prep, my self-care. I actually schedule in time for those because if I don't, they are not going to get done. And a lot of times because we think that those are um, not necessarily the big, like, People won't really notice if I miss my workout, right? But they real they really will notice if I don't show up to class or if I get like an F on an exam or something. So in other words, the consequence of missing, well, short-term consequence of missing class is way higher than missing my workout. Um, and that's exactly why I schedule all of it in because if I didn't, it's, it's really easy to, you know, skimp out on that. So... Here comes the execution. So once you know, so here's what I do. So I think about what's really important. I literally take out a piece of notebook paper or take out a notebook and I write it down. It might be really fun if you get yourself a really beautiful journal or a planner. So I also have what's called, and I've been buying these for years. I have a law of attraction planner and you should also look that up. I will leave every links to everything I'm talking about in the show notes so that everything is figure outable book. And then these law, these law of attraction planners, and actually recently they had a sale on them because they were, um, almost like expired ones, like two really, or the, the type that I really like the like big, beautiful version of it, which is normally like $50 per one. And they were on sale nine dollars buy one get one free because it was for like like yeah they were going to be expired in march of next year i was like shoot i'll just change the dates on these and then you now i have planners for the next three years because i already have one that i'm using right now this year so anyway so i write down on a piece of notebook paper again what my big ticket items are what the little things are that I need to schedule in. And then I pull out my law of attraction planner and I populate that with everything. Um, and I only do it one week at a time because it can be really easy for things to change. And so you want to allow for flexibility in your schedule and you don't want to just, that can also lead to you feeling like a failure if you have all your weeks planned out for the month and then things don't go as planned. And so we never really know what's going to come up throughout our week, throughout our month. So it's just important that you really, um, allow for space to change and be flexible. That's also the key to being super, um, productive and again, intentional with your productivity. So executing. So here's what I do every 
day in order to keep me on track and in order to keep me centered and also to remind myself of what my goals and priorities are. Because the thing is, we set these big goals for ourselves. We have this long to-do list or we have like everything scheduled in, but then we never actually like pull out our planner or we never look at our notes and so nothing gets done and then the week's over and we're like, oh, I'm a failure. Maybe I'll try this another time, but it's just not working for me right now. So the two staples that I have to keep me on track are a morning and an evening routine. And they allow for two things. One, to help with the structure of my day. And also, two, to check in with myself. So it's almost like a two-for-one. It allows me to have self-care and um, and a check-in time with myself. I don't know another way to say it. So here's what I do in my morning routine. And everybody's morning routine can look different. This is going to vary based on the amount of time that you have. So I don't want to compare the amount of time that you have. I don't want you to compare that with how much time that I have and then just say, well, I don't have time for a morning routine because a morning routine can literally last anywhere from five minutes to like two hours, just depending on the amount of time that you have to dedicate. And really the point of it is for you to find just a way to like a ritual to start your day. So for my morning routine, I don't know if you just heard that. Oh, neighborhood kids yelling, crazy little kids. Um, So for my morning routine, I wake up every morning and actually I've been allowing more flexibility in my morning routine. So I start with something of my choice between journaling and it's so, I get so excited about it because it's so beautiful. Like, um, so I wake up, let's see. I wake up at 5.30 a.m. I don't have to leave for campus until 7 a.m. So I have about an hour and a half for my personal morning routine. And um, again, I do that because morning routines are more important to me than evening routines. So wake up at 5.30 a.m. and I pull out my journal immediately. And just pulling out my journal and starting to write things really starts to allow me to slowly wake up so it's not like an abrupt awakening where I'm like grumpy and tired and I want to stay in bed. And it also helps me get excited about getting out of bed or or being able to sit in bed and continue laying in bed for a little bit while I wake up. And then I can either journal three pages or I can journal like one page. And then, um, and then what I do is I can read if I feel like reading or do a meditation if I feel called to do that. I could even do some yoga or stretching or movement. It's really up to, I just check in with myself and ask like, what am I feeling this morning? So I do about 30 minutes of that. And then I check my, I pull out my notebook of all the items that I have listed for the week. And then I pull out my planner And then I write down, just in the notebook, I write down um, like today's to-dos. Like I write the date and I write what, like the big things I need to complete. And then below that, once I write those down, I will write them into um, a scheduled. So schedule it like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'm on campus. And then 5 p.m. I get home and I change and get ready for running club. And then 6 p.m. I'm at running club, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And so as I was saying earlier, my schedule is so tight right now um, that I do actually, once I write down my schedule on the piece of paper, I pull out my phone and I... um, set alarms for the important times with reminders of what I'm supposed to be doing at that time. 
Now that might sound really like intense and a lot, and I only recommend this for you if you have a ton going on that you can't seem to, and it's hard for you to balance it all out. Also very highly recommended if you work for yourself and if you find that you're not very disciplined and you want to work on getting in the habit of sticking to a routine. So that's the next thing I do. So I do like inspiration time, then I um, schedule out my day, and then I set my intentions for the day. So what I do is I set a timer. I've uh, When I first wake up to, I also put on some really nice music to, to set the mood. And so I set a timer on my phone for one minute. And for that one minute, I go through gratitudes. So I say out loud to myself, everything, everything that I'm grateful for, whatever comes to mind during that one minute, then that, that timer goes off. I set a timer for three minutes. And during that three minutes, I spend time, um, thinking about like who I want to show up as today. Again, talking about what kind of energy do I need to bring in today? So if I know it's a really busy day today, I'll be thinking, okay, I'm going to bring in that, like that boss energy. I'm going to come in with high energy, or if it's kind of a low key day, or maybe if I have a, if I have like a date with a friend scheduled that day, I'll say, I really want to come in with a very open energy and be willing to listen and absorb everything that this person is telling me. So I go through that. And then once that timer is up, then I set another timer for three minutes. And I think about what my long-term vision is for my life and what my desires are. So that's when I speak out loud. And that's like a form of manifestation, manifesting whatever it is I want to bring into my life. And it's not that I say it and then it comes to me. It's that I'm reminding myself every single morning what's important to me, which means it's on my mind, which means I'm out there actually taking action to bring it to me. And that's how manifestation works. So I'll say things like like my long-term vision, where I want to go with my business. And this varies every day as far as what it is I feel called to talk about. Sometimes I th- talk about the people that I serve through my business and how I want to show up for them. Sometimes I even just talk about like health stuff for myself. Like I often actually just talk, I talk about like how I want my period to be regular again. So something like that, I'll bring that into the world. Um, and that is pretty much the end of my morning routine. After that part, I'll just do my hair and makeup and get dressed. I'll go downstairs and I make a quick smoothie, make some coffee to go, and then head out the door. And then I have a nice like hour-long drive to the UNLV campus. And sometimes I listen to a podcast on the way there, sometimes music. But usually in the morning, what I'm seeking is inspiration and um, clarity on who I am and who I want to become. So those are the two things I look for. And then for my evening routine, it's a lot more relaxed than my morning routine again, because my morning routine is almost like setting the standard for my day. And so the evening routine is just more about winding down. Usually what I do is I have an alarm that goes off lately. It's been 9.30 PM. It'll be after I'm working on my business um, stuff so that the day is finally over. And so I'll head into my room, wash my face, again, put on calming music, sometimes light a candle, um, 
And I'll just wind down for bed. I'll like brush my hair or put dry shampoo in or whatever, whatever. And then I, my favorite part is I lay in bed and I read a book. I love reading and I love being able to, because I used to say I'm too busy to read. I have too much going on. But, you know, we even do the whole all or nothing thing with reading. Like if I can't sit down and read for an hour um, or whatever, then I just might as well not even read at all. And that it's hard to find discipline too to stop when something's really good, like because then you might be tempted to stay up all night. So that's why I also have an alarm that goes off at 10 15 p.m. to remind me to um, to remind me to just to why to turn off the lights and do a sleep meditation. And so my goal is to be asleep by 10.30 p.m. every night. So that's why I do the sleep meditation at 10.15. So it gives me about 15 minutes to pass out. And usually, if you imagine my day starts at 5.30 and ends at like 9.30, then I'm sure you can imagine that I just pass right out. I don't know if you can hear that, but the neighbors are playing like really boppy music. And I don't know if it's the kids or the neighbors, but um, that's so funny. So, okay, so once I've done my evening routine, so that's it for morning and evening routines. Then I want to talk about sticking, either sticking to your plan or being flexible if needed. And sometimes it's going to be a mixture of both. I know for me personally, I do need to allow for a lot of flexibility, especially with Jason being deployed. I can pretty much get his phone call at any time of the like any time between like 8 a.m. and like 3 p.m. So I kind of always have to be on standby for that. Um, But I like having a a set amount of structure that also allows for flexibility, if that makes sense. So uh, sticking to your plan means, again, setting alarms whenever needed and then identifying ahead of time the areas where you can be more flexible versus the non-negotiables. So always check in with, okay, what is it that I definitely need to show up for? Those are things like for me, that's class. Um, any appointments that you may have, appointments that or dates that you make with your friends, those are also, to me, non-negotiables unless I'm sick. Um, so those are the things that you want to think about in terms of sticking to your plans. And then... The flexibility comes in for me mostly, again, when it's like if I get phone calls, unexpected phone calls, or but usually I um, have pretty strong boundaries around my time. So say I have self-care scheduled or I have a gym session scheduled or I have study time scheduled in and somebody asks to hang out, I'll let them know that I have something else going on during that time and I'll try to make time otherwise for them or just try to schedule that in for another week or put it on my schedule um, so that it's on my radar. It's also so important that you reward yourself with downtime each evening and a restful night's sleep and even rewarding yourself with downtime. I actually started doing another thing where Um, And this is more for the people that work at home or work from home or are at home often enough to be able to do this, or even if you get an hour lunch break at work. So I've been giving myself an hour long lunch break at home. And it's really nice because I will make a quick lunch and then I'll sit down and just like watch whatever TV show I want to, or I'll, I'll take a nap. And that really like gets me excited for that portion of the day. It's when I am able to actually watch TV and check, check in on all the shows that I love. 
without feeling like guilty or like I'm wasting my time. Um, so I do, I make sure that I infuse a lot of time for self-care whenever there's little pockets of time to be able to do so. Um, and so I personally believe that self-care is vital. So I recommend not letting it be the first thing to fall to the wayside when things get too chaotic. I've noticed that I tend to do that. And every time that I do, that's when I get really overwhelmed and I'm really unhappy really quickly. Um, and I, whenever I check in with myself and, and figure out why that is, it's usually because I'm not giving myself downtime to play or be inspired or watch some Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is that I feel recharges me. So those are pretty much my biggest tips for not only planning and executing a successful week, but also like to me, successful doesn't mean you did a bunch of things just to do them. So that's another thing I recommend taking a look at is like, why are you doing the things that you do? Are you taking on more than you want to because you feel like you should, or you want to be nice? Again, that goes back to setting those firm boundaries, because what happens often is that we are giving our time away to others so freely, and then we don't have any time to give back to ourselves. And then we feel resentful and that impacts our relationships and our quality of life. So Again, that's why I really, um, I highly recommend just being very clear on how you want to spend your time and, and how you want to feel as you're spending that time. So if you would like, you can write to me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler. You can DM me or whatever, cause that's the easiest way to get a hold of me and let me know if there, if you want me to like write these steps down for you in some way. Like I can create, um, like a freebie for you if you want. But if, if that, um, if you do want something from this episode and you want to, uh, like put something into action that we talked about here, I do have a, um, a freebie for you and it's called, (laughs) I don't know why I got so confused at the end of this episode. I'm lost. So I have this freebie that I created. It's called the ultimate guide to achieving a work-life balance. And that also outlines, um, some of the stuff that I talked about in this episode. It doesn't go exactly into detail like I did. So that's why I'm curious of which version that you would prefer. But if you want to grab that freebie now it's in the show notes, or you can head to laurenkepler.com and it's on the front page of that. And you can sign right up for it. It'll come straight into your inbox And that'll also be great if you are not already on my VIP list to receive emails from me every week that tell you exactly when new episodes of the podcast are released. So you know exactly what we're talking about every week and you can decide when you get the email, do I feel like hearing about this topic this week or do I not? And decide from there. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I I hope that you've gotten something out of it and that you maybe something sparked your interest or gave you inspiration. If it did, I would love to hear about it as well. Again, at Insta on Instagram at Lauren M Kepler. Don't forget to grab your freebie guide before you head out. So I can't wait to talk to you again next week, but until then, remember you are enough and you are doing enough.